This podcast is brought to you by the Janssen Pharmaceutical Companies of Johnson & Johnson. When it comes to cancer, Janssen Oncology is inspired by our passion and belief in our mission to reimagine care, redefine living, to help patients live longer, better lives. From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. Women are often the gatekeepers of the family's health and the ones responsible for ensuring their family members stay on top of health information and screenings. Because of this, it can be helpful for them to understand that certain inherited gene mutations may increase the risk of breast cancer in both women and men in their family. These inherited gene mutations may also increase the risk of other cancers such as ovarian cancer in women and prostate cancer in men. Therefore, It's important for family members with inherited gene mutations to share their test results with both men and women in their families, since they all may benefit from talking to their doctors about how these mutations impact their risk for breast, prostate, and other cancers, as well as exploring options for genetic counseling and testing. Here today to help us specifically understand the relationship between breast cancer and prostate cancer, is medical oncologist, assistant professor of medicine and director for the program for breast cancer in men at Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, Dr. Jose Leone. Dr. Leone, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Mr. Walker. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you about this. This is such an important topic and I don't, we haven't really talked about it much on the show. So let's start with the big picture because this is likely the first time that many of our listeners are hearing about this specific topic. Can you explain the link between breast cancer and prostate cancer. Yes, yeah, so there are um, there is a genetic link between both diseases, between breast cancer and prostate cancer, and it has to do with some of the common mutations, uh, genetic mutations that that we see in patients. Specifically, BRCA1 and BRCA2 are among the most common mutations that are associated with the risk of breast cancer and ovarian cancer, and also with the risk of prostate cancer. So those mutations are uh, the same on the same gene, uh, BRCA1 or BRCA2, and specifically BRCA2 being a bit more common for, for the risk of prostate cancer in men. So patients who have these mutations can have somewhere between two times to eight times higher risk of developing uh, prostate cancer. Uh, and that risk is also increased for breast cancer as well in women and in men. There are also other genes that have been found to increase the risk of prostate cancer that are shared with the risk of breast cancer. So these are ATM, CHECK2, and PALB2, which are genes that are less often identified as mutated. Uh, They're less often uh, seen. Nonetheless, they do carry a risk for for both diseases. Hmm. Okay. So what information should women with a known inherited genetic mutation share with their families, including the men, and why is it so important that they share that information? So I think it is very important that men, that women who know that have a inherited genetic mutation share that information with their family because these mutations, many of these alterations are inherited um, through the family in a 50% chance. And so patients who have a mutation may have other fam- other members of their family who also have the same alteration, the same mutation. And it is important for those individuals in those families to know about this, to 
discuss it with their doctors to make sure that they're having the right screening for the, the types of cancer that we're um, considering they have higher risk. Also get informed about how much higher is their risk of developing those specific types of cancer. And also discuss about whether they would like to, to have uh, genetic counseling or genetic testing. Okay. And so when I think of genetic testing, I, I almost always think of women and breast cancer testing. And so in your experience, how do men typically feel about asking for genetic testing? And is this something that they or their families would benefit from? Yeah, so my experience may or may not be uh, similar to other people's experience, but I'll tell you, you know, because I see men who have already a diagnosis of breast cancer. And so uh, in my experience, when I talk with men who have a new diagnosis of breast cancer, in general, they're very interested in knowing what would what could have caused the breast cancer to develop. And so when we discuss about the risk factors and we discuss about the possibility of a genetic alteration, in general, at least in my experience, men tend to be interested in going ahead with genetic testing to try to find out if that may have played a role, not only for themselves, but also in, included their, their family members as well. Mm -hmm. So in general, I think uh, uh, patients are very receptive from, from my experience. Okay. Okay. That's, that's great. So because you deal with men and men related to, to breast cancer, I'm, I'm curious to ask this, uh, how can a family member or a close friend support the men in their lives that are going through this kind of experience? Yeah. So I think there are, there are many opportunities for support in friends and family members to patients. One, issue is to support them, make the appointments to get the care they need, and also to support them not to be scared about what they're facing. Uh, they can also help address many of the myths about um, screening, and also to acknowledge and validate that there are there is indeed an emotional element to this. For example, I have a, a number of patients who come to every appointment with their wives, and their wives are very involved in asking questions, helping to make treatment decisions and treatment recommendations that, that they think is um, in line with what their husbands would like to do. Also to offer support to them. In fact, they come to many of the visits for treatments and they stay with them. So I think it becomes very helpful for patients. And in fact, we do know scientifically that patients who have support at home, and this is true both for women and men, do better than those who don't have support at home. So it is a very important thing. And that, that can come in the form of either a family member or a close friend. Mm, yeah, that is, I mean, that, that support, we've talked about this so many times, that, that community, that connection is just so important. Um, so important. Yeah. So if people listening to the show, if our listeners want to speak to their healthcare provider about genetic testing, what questions should they ask and what supporting tools, if any, should they be bringing to that conversation? Yeah, so I think the first thing is that any question that they want to ask, I think is fair game and they should uh, feel encouraged to ask those questions. It's, in my view, it's absolutely normal to have questions about genetic testing. It's a topic that is not um, necessarily self-explaining or self-intuitive and it can be very confusing. And so I think it's very important that if, if patients have questions about this, they should bring it up. In terms of support, I think I think 
bringing a family member or a close friend uh, will be helpful, as we were mentioning as well earlier. Um, you know, oftentimes that's regarding treatment also, but even in the in discussions about genetic testing and genetic counseling, I think it can be help, helpful as well to count with the support of the families. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so important. So what if someone is interested in genetic testing, but they're concerned about the financial aspects of genetic testing or what they're out of out of pocket costs might be. Do you have any advice where they can find additional resources or support or information about that? I think it is important to not let finances deter patients from pursuing genetic testing when genetic testing is indicated. It is important to, for patients and, and people in the community to know that there are resources out there available, that their doctors may have resources to help with these costs, and that there is also the common helpline that can connect people with information as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, so important. I mean, there's there, there's lots of resources on the Komen website and, of course, the helpline. So uh, as a final call to action, uh, if our listeners are aware of someone in their family that either has breast cancer or prostate cancer, what do you recommend is the next step that they should take and, and what should they be doing? So I think they should discuss this with their PCPs or whoever the main healthcare provider is, their family doctor, their primary doctor, to make sure that they undergo the appropriate screening for either breast or prostate cancer or ovarian cancer, whichever may be appropriate for, for that individual in the family. Uh, it is also important, and it's a good opportunity to review whether genetic counseling and or testing may be appropriate to them. So they should discuss about this with their PCPs. Well, Dr. Leone, I mean, this is fascinating. I never ever considered the connection between prostate cancer and breast cancer. Um, and, and you sort of walking us through how it's connected to that same uh, BRCA1 and 2 gene mutation is, is really fascinating and, and kind of enlightening. Um, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share with any of our listeners related to, to this topic? Well, I think it's very helpful and and I thank you for, for doing this podcast. I think it's very helpful for people in general in the community to be aware of these things, of these links, of why it is important to discuss about these issues. Um, if someone is diagnosed with either breast or prostate cancer and how to discuss it within the family, as well as with their primary care physicians. So I appreciate you bringing this up because uh, I'm, I'm hoping it will help a lot of people at home. So am I. So am I. That's, that's certainly why we do this. Well, Dr. Leone, thank you for the work that you're doing to help people. And thank you for joining me on the show today. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you to Janssen Oncology for supporting The Real Pink Podcast. For more information about the Janssen Pharmaceutical Companies of Johnson & Johnson, please visit their website at janssen.com. To learn more about prostate cancer, including the statistics for its effect on black men and to find the resources you need to talk to your doctor or support your loved one to stay on top of prostate health, visit talkthattalkpc.com. Thanks for listening to Real Pink, a weekly podcast by Susan G. Komen. For more episodes, visit realpink.komen.org. And for more on breast cancer, visit komen.org. Make sure to check out at Susan G. Komen on social media. I'm your host, Adam. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog, adamjwalker.com.